Hey everybody, welcome to Camel City Chat. I'm John McPherson and I am here with a friend who we have been friends for how long? 20? 15 to 20. Well, I've been married 17, so that oh, scares you. Yeah, maybe 20 then. 20 years, Adam Andrews, chef, bartender, proprietor, um, busboy, um, dishwasher, chief, engineer, all kinds of things, right? So welcome to Council City Chat. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, to be as out in presence as you are, a lot of people don't know that you sometimes might be a little shy. So we're going to pull yes. you out of your shell today. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. First question, Adam, is where are you from and how long have you been in Winston-Salem? Okay. Uh, originally, uh, Rural Hall. Um, up near King. Up near King. Yep. I did yep. go to Stokes County Schools. Right. South Stokes. Um, I guess I moved away from Rural Hall to Greensboro when I was 18. Okay, we'll forgive you for that. And um, I've been in this area since I was 20. I moved back 20, 23 years old. Okay, right, right moved, after school? Yeah, I moved back in with my parents for like a short six months. And then currently I live in Advance. Right, and now yeah. you're still bothering your parents though because you got like, you got like land on their land. Yeah. Yeah, I so, use some of their land to do some farming. Right, on. so we got to yeah. talk about that too. But yeah. um, so you, you've been here most of your life, yeah. um, and uh, this is probably the, you know, the mayor had it a little bit more difficult than you because he couldn't really say what his favorite restaurant was. Right. But what's your favorite place to eat? So I'm going to eliminate three of them. Okay. okay. One, four. You're not getting a panini next door. Right. Because we are at the trophy room right next to Dogwood Hops and Crops. You're not going to Jeffrey Adams. And you can't go to Young Cardinal. And I'm even going to throw in, you can't go to the Old 4th Street Filling Station. So where do you go next? Well, I, now that I'm married with two kids, it's basically up to the kids these days. And, and wherever uh, the kids eat free? Right, yeah. yeah right. People still do that. I don't think they yeah. do that anymore. You know, it's all about, uh, I mean, if I'm off at night and I'm with the family, it, it is about the kids. But I have certain places, you know, depending on what I want to eat. I know that you love the Quanto Bosco, though, out in Advance. You used to go there occasionally. Yeah, they're no longer there. Yeah, they're no longer uh, there. I knew that. In Advance, I hit up uh, La Coretta. Love Kids. that La Coretta. Yeah, they do no a great question. job. They do. Uh, if I want a steak, right. uh, Ryan's is my go-to. Right. Um, I love Fratelli's, too. Fratelli's Ryan's is phenomenal, I, too. I was there this past Saturday. Right. Uh, Sammy does a great job. Um, if I'm doing... Uh, Pizza, I like to go to Mission Pizza. Mission, I, I got to get him on the show. He is yeah. phenomenal. He's, oh, yeah. He is such an ambassador of our town. Yeah, he's right. cool. Uh, what's the other spot? If I want Southern Cuisine, right. uh, I go to see the Milner Boys right. uh, at Milner's. Um, other than that, I'm usually but, I mean, you can walk around here to, uh, you know, sweet potatoes. Sweet uh, potatoes, chaba. Right. There's so many options. It's just, right. you know, uh, I don't eat out a whole lot. Right. My wife is a phenomenal cook. Yeah. You got points for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting Allison right now. Yeah, all right. Ravioli so. in the microwave is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, but um, yeah, we, I actually uh, later on tonight we've we've got our second fantasy football draft, and Catherine's like, you know, are, are you going to be eating with us? I'm like, I don't think so. She goes, Laura requested salmon. Well, my wife doesn't eat salmon, oh. so I usually cook it, and it's for Laura and I. And it's like, okay, so she's picking it on the night I'm not going to be there. What the heck's my kid doing to me? This is horrible. Right. But you know we. Air fryer is one of the greatest inventions in the world. My mom has one. I haven't yeah. tried one. You got to try one. They're yeah. really good. Oh, the Brussels sprouts and stuff like that that you can throw in there. Really oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. So 
Um, but, you know, you got a lot of concepts here, too. Um, so uh, I didn't understand it. When, you know, when you opened up Young Cardinal, I'm like, what, what's Young Cardinal? I don't get that. Um, but then now, after, you know, discussions with you over years, you know, obviously dogwood is the state flower, yeah. even though it's a tree. Um, the, because uh, we have a state tree, too. Um, then you have uh, Young Cardinal, which is your breakfast place, yeah. that has done phenomenal. And I want to talk to you a lot about the pandemic and how you address some of the things during that. I wanted yeah. to, you know, we've talked about doing this interview for a while, but, you know, you've been busy as Hades. And finally, it was, Adam, I'm going to be at Trophy Room. Please show up. Um, and so you've got, I mean, are there other, I mean, you've got the tree, you've got the... I mean, excuse me, you've got the flower, you've got the bird, anything else on the horizon? Uh, Wait. There's got to be a tree. There's going to be a surprise <laughs> here in just a few minutes. So we've got to ask the third question, which is, you talked about your family. What do you, what do you guys love, love to do as a family? What do you like to do around Winston? I saw uh, you walk in with tickets to something. What, what's that? Tonight we're going to the baseball game. Okay. Uh, yeah. I got, uh, Had CJ on, CJ. great guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's something we've done a couple of times. Um, Man, I'll tell you what, my wife keeps my kids so busy mm -hmm. at, like, sporting and stuff. We're so busy doing that that, you know, this small amount of time we do have a free night. It's more like going out to eat baseball games. Right. Uh, taking a trip through the mountains. Right. Love doing that. Yeah. yeah. No, I um, – and you got a new neighbor. Yep. Yeah, good folks. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Um, but I uh, – I'll tell you, it's, um, someone was asking me to do something next week, and I'm like, this is the only day I'm free because I got soccer on this night and I got uh, tap and, and, and hip-hop on the next night. Yep. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I've got breakdancing that night too, which is <laughs> you know, one of my buddies who's like 70. You know, I got breakdancing that night, right. so I can't be there. Um, but uh, it is, it's, you know, it was so funny when we got married, nothing's going to change. And it's like when you have kids, oh, your life's changed. Oh, no, it's not. It'll always be the same. It's like everything focuses on your kids. Yep. Yeah. And you got two great ones. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you have a and, great uh, well. Thank goodness they take after their mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to punch me right now, but you knew I was going to say that. Um, but so I want to go back because um, you know we just lost uh, one of your mentors just a few weeks ago, yeah. or I guess maybe two weeks ago. Um, and we go back to a high schooler that was what? Did you start washing dis dishes at Town and Country, or what did you do at Town and Country? Yeah, I started off as a dishwasher there. Right. Um, I've been, my, my father had a landscaping business right. that he did part-time, you know, and then he worked 311, second shift at right. Westinghouse. So I really started at a young age, like, I don't know, we were six, seven years old, helping my father landscape. Right. Um, so, you know, I went to um, high school and uh, I had a buddy that worked at Town & Country. He's like, hey, man, you ever wash dishes? You want a job? They're looking for somebody. And I'm like, yeah, why not? The best job in the restaurants washing dishes. I love it. I, yeah, I love it. Headphones, leave me alone. Everyone's nice to you. Yeah. You just get it done. Because uh, yeah. I've, I think I've washed dishes with you one time before, helping out on something that we oh, were yeah. doing for a fundraiser or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's it's the best job in the restaurant. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you start out there and then start up there. You, you, know, you get the bug. Yeah. So you know the, the way the kitchen was shaped, I can always look up and I see the guys up there cooking. Right. I'm like, man, you know, fast paced. Uh, and so I'd always say, man, I want to, I want to do that. So eventually <clears throat> John and George say, oh yeah, come on up. Um, right. and from then I just fell in love with cooking. Right. Um, so I did that all through high school at Ton and Country. Right. 
Um, you want me to go further? Keep on going because okay. we got to we got to talk about uh, so uh, we got to talk about Pete. Oh gosh, Pete. Yeah. yeah. So graduated uh, South Stokes. I went to GTCC. Right. Uh, did their culinary program for. I did it for like a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, is all the other classes that I didn't want to take. Right. You know, I was in a history class, a gym class. I'm like, you know, I just want to do the restaurant business. Right. So I decided to, to go to a larger school where it's just focused basically on cooking. Right. Um, so love GTCC. I uh, moved to Pittsburgh. I went to Pennsylvania Culinary. Right. Uh, and I, I spent three years in Pittsburgh, ended up being, uh, managing a kitchen. Uh, Atria's was the name of the restaurant. Right. Uh, I was managing while going to school, working my butt off, which is this business. Uh, learned a lot there. Right. Um, af- after that, I um, got a f- phone call from John Velasquez at Time right. Country. said, hey, man, my brother Fred, Fred is looking for a chef. And I said, sweet, What man. a great guy. He was a great guy. Yeah. So I, I uh, moved back to Winston. Uh, I think I was 22 or 23, uh, 23, then started as the head chef there. Um, Fred passed away. Right. And um, after that, kind of took the general manager role. Right. I was doing front of the house and back of the house. Right. Um, did that, then um, opened up Jeffrey Adams. With right. So Janine sold the restaurant. She sold it to uh, some guy named Jeff. Yep. Yeah. Jeff Bassett. Yeah, and, great guy. Uh, so, you know, I worked there with him. We were there a couple years, and then uh, Noma had closed their doors. I'm like, oh, man, this is a chance to get into my own restaurant. So me and Jeff decided to team up on it. We went to Jeffrey Adams. We're going to hit her. We should be hitting our 10-year mark. I think right. next year is our 10-year, yeah. which is very exciting. Yeah, because, um, yeah, um, you know, it's crazy. You'd go in after Fred passed away, and, and of course, you were running the restaurant, and um, uh, you go in and there was a bottle of champagne and was it like a million dollars or something like that? Or what was the price on the, I don't forget what it was, but it was like own the restaurant and a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, so, uh, Janine, uh, sold it to Jeff. You and Jeff decided to open Jeffrey Adams in the old Noma space. And, um, you know, uh, love some of the things there that I love. I mean, of course you got a great steak there. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, you, you, you always are pushing me on the pulled pork sliders and stuff like that. That's one of your favorites. And you've done a lot of stuff. And, and that's one of the great things about our friendship and relationship is if someone will say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm like, call, call Adam. Mm-hmm. They're like, what do you mean, call Adam? So last year we called you about doing something here. And um, the lady's like, I want to work with him like all the time. And then there was someone else who's like, hey, I'm thinking about having breakfast for my wedding. Call him, you know, and, and you're always, yesterday. Yep. Huh? Yeah, you're we're always, doing, we're, we're yeah. doing something. So, yeah. So, I mean, you're always doing uh, uh, something for the community and also for, for friends of friends. And I, I appreciate that. Thanks, so. man. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, you're not done at Jeffrey Adams, obviously you, you get the bug. And at that point, I believe is when you decided to make your mom a caretaker of a one acre plot in her yard. Yeah. So and the you, Andrews farm, right? Uh, which is, it's about an acre, but the thing is there, we have a raised bed. So right. you, you can fit a lot in a raised bed. Right. So we built 15, five by 48 raised beds. Right. Um, and a 10 by 50 greenhouse, right. which we mostly, you know, start our seeds in there. And then, right. uh, it's mostly a spring, summer. Right. We, some years I do fall, depends on what's going on. 
Uh, well, and it also depends on your schedule. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and at that point, it was one restaurant, and you were able to spend a little time up there. Because I remember that, like, Monday was your garden day, is what you called it, or something like yeah. that. And that was your kind of unwind, but get to see mom, dad, you know, all that yeah. stuff. And then, um, what's the fascination with the uh, skull and crossbones? Because I know that your son had to have an X in his name because of that. And then also Adam's farm, uh, Andrew's farm had... Has a skull and crossbones. Yeah. So what's yeah? I don't know. It's just it's, it's something it's I enjoy. Cool. Some people yeah. like what is that? That's a sign of poison. I'm like, eh, come on, yeah, yeah. come on. It's fresh. There's like no skulls. poison on it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. There's no poison on it. So you you uh, so with Andrew's farm, you know, you basically have come out and, and and you know said, hey, I'm doing everything as best I can organically and. Oh yeah, yeah. We everything's organic. It's like literally a cool, quick story. Yeah. Um, so I would take a lot of the scraps from the restaurants, eggshells, lettuces, any vegetable tree, and we would make, you know, our compost. Right. So, man, the smell of loading. I had a truck back then, but right. I'd have these five-gallon pickle buckets. Right. And, you know, we'd fill it up, have my guys throughout, you know, two, three days, uh, and then I'd set them outside the restaurant right. and eventually, you know, take 10 to 15 buckets in the back of my truck and just pour them in a pile, right. cover it with some dirt. Uh, I mean, I made my own compost, and right. that was like – one of the most interesting uh, experiences, you know, there was, didn't have to use fertilizer and anything. I mean, the, the soil was so good. It's kind of like you just kind of recycling stuff from. And, and you also got to the point where you were selling, giving to other restaurants too. Yeah. So, and I'm still at that point yeah. um, where I, I, I try to give my buddies that's in the business a great deal on tomatoes. For example, I have tons of tomatoes, uh, mostly those and, uh, I have plenty to share, right? And I, you know, give them a sweet deal. And so you did it because I mean, it, it, Vernon's is great, and you buy stuff from Vernon's, but yeah. also you kind of wanted to grow some things they weren't grow that they didn't have readily available too. That, that's kind of yeah. what started it. Some didn't it? That and you know, I, I'm all about supporting the farmer, right? But then in some cases you can't. You know, it was different for me because you know I owned a restaurant. I had more income coming in. My wife has a job. You know, some of these farmers, that's that's what they do. That's how they make a living. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, some people won't buy from a farmer because they say, well, it's too expensive. Well, you know, it, it comes with the territory. That's the way it is. You're going to pay more because, it, you know, as fresh as it is and stuff. So I kind of wanted to, to mix both of those where I'm growing my own fresh and I don't have to, you know, pay that price. And, and if I remember around that same time, the, the chamber was doing the, you know, event and they were having, you know, like farm to table and, you know, we got the purple potatoes that year and stuff and yeah. farm to table was huge at that point. Yeah. And you're basically saying, guys, this is the farm to table. I mean, right. you know, I've got Joyce brothers doing this. I've got, I mean, you know, Joyce foods doing this. I've got my own vegetables here that I'm growing. And, you know, at one point were you growing outside of a restaurant? I know that, um, um, uh, Meridian, you know, he'll grow oh, yeah. outside oh, yeah. the restaurant yeah. some stuff and things yeah, like that. Yeah, we're doing some stuff out behind the filling site, you know, right. basically herbs and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. All right, and then after that, you went to um, uh, Open Here. Yes. And so, that was kind of neat because I was involved in the beginning of that because you're calling me going, hey, you know, this person, you, can like, we talk hey, about this? What do yeah. you think? And who should we talk to? And that, was, that really meant a lot to me. And so, you know, we've got trophy room and, and, and we, you know, we also have dogwood hops and crops and you know, that I was going to say that's the last the last place, but then you open Young Cardinal, which is I was going to say is the last place. But then we'll be right back with more Camel City chat right after this quick break.
Welcome back to Camel City Chat. I'm John McPherson. I'm here with Adam Andrews, who is well known from the Old Fourth Street Filling Station, Jeffrey Adams, Dogwood Hops and Crops, Young Cardinal. And so back to that. So tell me about, I mean, you open up Dogwood Hops and Crops because yeah. you like bourbon. Well, the story behind that, uh, <laughs> we were just going to do Dogwood, right? So this was one big right. space. We wanted to craft craft beer source, right. it's a huge one. But then we started thinking, you know what, man? It'd be cheaper for us to take the whole space. Let's do a bourbon bar next door, because I'm a big fan of bourbon. Um, so it actually worked out great, where we got kind of separated both sides. This one's a little more darker, sexier. That one's more lively, you know, help music. And the age next door is about up to 30. The age over here is 30 and older. Depends, yeah, 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 yeah basically. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of 30-sons who are enjoying But bourbon. you can come in here 4.30 in the afternoon. What time do you guys open now? Four. Okay. Yeah, you can come in here at 4.30 in the afternoon, and you may be one or two people in here, but usually, you know, at that time, you got a great, great freaking bartender. Uh, she's awesome. Al, and, you yep. know, you come in, and Al's, like, already preparing what drink you want if, if, you're, if you're that kind of a regular. I mean, you got, you, we can smoke stuff. We can, you know, we got these lockers that, you know, people put their stuff in, and, um, you know, we can talk more about that here in a minute, but t tell me about the concept of the twins here in a sense. I mean, they're fraternal twins, you know, what's next door, what's here? Well, next door we have craft, uh, what makes us a little different than most typical bars. We're really, we're, we call ourselves a bottle shop right. with benefits and on the dogwood side. The benefits are over 200, uh, you, you can get your own, take it to the bartender. You know, we have coolers lined up. Um, we do panini sandwiches, uh, artisanal boards. You can, you, we do a 30% discount for to-go beers, um, which is great. Wine, we have a great wine selection also that you can take to-go. Uh, we're not your typical uh, bar during the week. You know, we have a lot of the regulars. We have a huge bar that seats, I don't know, we're about 20 people there. And then we also have some couches that you can chill on. Um, Nice high ceiling. It, it's a. It's just a relaxed atmosphere. Game. You can play games. At the yeah, back. yeah. We got. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We got golf games and. Right, but you can also just play like, uh, you know, you know, like some something like Trivial Pursuit or something at the back table with yeah. or Uno or something with that light coming in the back. Yeah. It's a great setup. Uh, we have a cool garage door in the front. You know, mm -hmm. let the air in. A lot of people like sitting by there. Um, so it's a cool concept over there. Completely different from over here. Here we wanted a chance to. Uh, offer some bourbons and uh, whiskeys that most uh, a lot of people don't, even though it's kind of hard to get things these days. Um, but the atmosphere in itself here is uh, chill, laid back. Uh, it's a more mature crowd. Uh, we have these lockers here. Uh, you can actually purchase a bottle from it. You can't bring in your own bottle, unfortunately, but you can purchase a bottle from here. Uh, you get your name tag on it. You get a number. You get a little cool keychain with the Trophy Room logo. And basically... Um, your mixers are free or whatever. And it's a great chance for a bartender to know your name. You come in, hey, John, you know, you want something out of your locker? Uh, and, you know, a lot of businesses, they, they'll have, when they have client meetings and stuff, it's just a cool factor. And, and the thing about it is, um, for instance, like if you like a bourbon that is $10 a shot, yep. then there's 13 in a bottle normally. Yep. So you pay like $130, you put it in the locker, um, and then when you come in, if you order an old fashioned, 
They use your locker, your your bourbon, and it's free. And then you, of yeah. course, so I, basically, I think, you're, you're prepaying for what you were going to drink. Anyway. And I think it's better for the bartenders because then it's like, well, I haven't paid anything. I feel like, you know, I would have paid 10 bucks for it. And I, I, I wonder There's if their tip. tips are better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's neat. I mean, not that, not that I would know anything about a, a locker <laughs> here. Um, but, you know, you started out with, was it just these two? I see. Yeah. So four, eight, 12. So we start out with 24. Right. Um, and now you've gone here, here, and around the corner. And of course, yeah, and then we the best some, one is the one yeah. that you know you see right as you go to the bathroom. Not that anyone would have strategically <laughs> picked that one. Um, and then you is your there's are there plans for more? So maybe you had talked about maybe putting. We them talked on this about wall. maybe going all the way down the wall, but uh, yeah. that's a lot. I mean, we ha I think maybe we're at uh, 150 now. Okay. And we have a we have a waiting list. Right. So I do have to throw it out out there. We ask that you purchase another bottle within four months, which okay. is very doable, right? Uh, I would think. Some of us have to come more often. 12. But honey, yeah. Adam says I have to come more often. Um, and then, uh, so that's the concept for here. I, 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 I got to go back. I'm sorry. I, I do want to do the concept for each place because I think that's, so what was Jeffrey Adams concept? Because Noma North Marshall had just gone out. Who's going to get it? There was a scramble, everybody. And oh, then yeah. all of a sudden you, I swear, I think I think it would have been fun to have a you know give you a belt at the end of that wrestle match because everybody yeah. wanted the Noma space. That was tough. Yeah, yeah. we we basically you, had a you right lost out your, of plan. You lost your wallet. <laughs> you were upstairs and remember you had video of the guy stealing your wallet coming. Yeah, right. No, somebody's wallet. Or your cell phone. Alson's. Alson's. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Stole the cell phone. Stole, stole the cell phone. Yeah. And then you know, so what was the concept behind that restaurant? So that you know, we had a, a, a pretty unique grill that uh, would. would uh, you put wood in the bottom. It was gas slash wood, and right. then it kind of you know heats up the wood and gives us flavor. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, we'll do a steakhouse type, but you know, not, not not a stuffy steakhouse, but you know, something downtown where you feel comfortable walking in in shorts. And uh, I think we kept the menu very um, affordable. Uh, therefore, you know, we have great prices. Uh, it has two levels. It has two bars. You know, one on each level. Uh, so it left us a lot of room to do some private functions upstairs, yeah. which is a great spot because it has a view of the windows and you can look down on the street. Um, I would I would wonder, I mean, obviously pre-COVID, I would wonder how much you utilize that for private events because it's a great, great venue. And I mean, we used it a lot. I mean, I, right. mm -hmm. I mean, I had four or five company parties up there. I mean, I didn't have to do the whole space, but I got that window seat and it was right. nice. And then I know that the other organizations did stuff. I mean... That that was cool, and then you've got the speakeasy too that a lot of people don't know about. Yep. So yeah, you I forgot the, to mention that. Yeah, yeah the down, downstairs. Down in the basement. Anytime you want to know zone. anything about any restaurant, <laughs> you let me know. So that's a private dining. Right. Also, um, it's a cool spot. You know, brick wall. There's no windows. Either you love it or you hate it. Right. It's speakeasyish. Just you know, um, no windows coming in. But it's set up cool. Thirty people down there, no problem. It would be great for a fantasy football draft. It's great yeah. for what you guys use it for, I think, is some, some drug introductions with physicians and stuff. Yep. And then also, I mean, how cool would it be to have a poker night there? You know, I rent the basement, have all the food there, and just have several friends over, and we play yeah. poker and drink. A lot of Carolina yeah. games have been watched down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for the invite. <laughs> um, all right, then we go, and I, I mean, come on, you've got... Half of one restaurant, these two restaurants, which we'll, we'll count as two, even though you were going to tell me they're one or a bar right. and a restaurant. And then you're not done. Um, so we, we, we lose, uh, and, and now did they, who, 
did they take both sides of that, or you took half of it and someone else took the other half? Yeah, I only wanted one half. Okay. I wanted to go with small, something okay. smaller. So when they left, you come in, and now it's Young Cardinal, and, you know, what the heck are you smoking, man? I mean, you're putting a breakfast place downtown Winston. What? Right. I, I, well, don't, <laughs> I don't get it. One reason is I felt like we needed another breakfast spot there right. on 4th Street. Um, second, I love cooking breakfast foods. I love cooking eggs. Every time you've been on the old uh, real estate radio, you brought <laughs> us food, and it was always breakfast, and it's like crazy, crazy food. Like, oh, yeah, and I put a little hint, hint of ginger with, uh, you know, basil that was flown. I mean, you know, it's like it's yeah. crazy what, what you do. Well, you know, we that concept was – I wanted it to be more like a Waffle House concept, just quick, easy, boom, 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 boom. Uh, and then we just, you know, it seems like every menu we do, we just, I call it fancy cooking. Uh, I got Chef David Swing over there uh, also, so, you know, he likes to do some fancier things, which I'm, you know, kind of like, you know, basic, let's keep it simple, let's get it out the door. Where, you know, so we're kind of a perfect fit there to where uh, designing the menu and doing some, you know, Cool avocado toast, right? Some some different type, but you know you can get a standard basic breakfast there. Um, and one of the cool things about that place is you can you do a lot of building your own, build your own hash browns, build your own omelet, uh, build your own Benedict, build your own grit bowl. So as a consumer, it's, it's to me it's a no-brainer, man. Like because you can build anything you want, which is you know puts a lot of pressure on the kitchen. You have you have to have you know, good, uh, creative, fast cooks in there mm -hmm. uh, to, to do a menu like that to where you're, you know, it's not the same thing over and over. And I think we got that, and I got some great help. You couldn't have uh, found a better manager, though? I mean, Nick? I mean, Nick, can't beat Nick, man. Yeah, Nick's awesome. Yeah, I, 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 when <laughs> I was in gone. there, I'm like, Nick! <laughs> yeah. So, well, we lost Mary's. Yeah. And so then you really only had... Um, you know, a couple of uh, franchises that were breakfasting. You've mm -hmm. got that one toasted, whatever, to toastery. Toast, toastery, and then you've got uh, the one out in Clemens now that's at the uh, work bre Breakfast winter. time? No, the other one. Um, I can't remember the name of it. But so uh, it, it was neat to have an individual owned one here in town. And um, first watch. thank you, oh, Stabler. First watch. First watch. Yeah, See, yeah. look, it, it's like, where'd that come from? <laughs> the bottles speak, first watch. And so then now you've got. Your place, and what I think is cool about your place is, is Sunday brunch is so huge. And yeah. there really weren't a lot of places you could go for Sunday brunch. Now you're within walking distance of a couple churches and, mm -hmm. and different things like that. Yeah. So um, the one thing I want to talk about that restaurant is, is I feel like that that restaurant set a tone for a lot of restaurants around Winston-Salem in 2020. You, you went crazy. I mean, you were you giving away toilet paper with an order at one point? Yeah. Were you um, you transformed the into like, hey, um, I'm able to buy meat, so come buy meat from me if you can't get to the grocery store. When all the pandemic stuff started, where did this come? I know where it came from because I know you, and I know you're just like going, oh, hey, let's do this. But how much did that change everything around Winston when you started to do stuff like that? Uh, you know. That's a, that was a game changer. Because Algernon did it too mm. for a while. Yeah. 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 Over at the uh, burger place. Yep. Yeah. So talk. I, about I mean, it. honestly, like, you know, it, it was cool, right? right. It, it, it was a cool thing to do. I really had no choice. I mean, you're talking like 
scrambling. We opened 10 days before the pandemic. So, uh, you know, as you know, to build a restaurant is not cheap and uh, you have bills to pay. So, you know, we were scrambling like, you know, what are we gonna do? What can we do? We gotta keep people in the doors. Which worked out very well because we, 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 we introduced ourselves, even though, you know, wasn't really doing what we normally do, but we introduced ourselves as, hey, you know, we're your friendly neighborhood spot. Right. And uh, we can still get trucks of food. I mean, we, we were posting, you know, daily three or four pages of just grocery store items. Um, you know, it was hard to get beef um, back then at a grocery store and, and chicken. If you're buying it, it was very expensive. I kept the cost down. Um, and we got a lot of support off of that, which I'm very grateful for. Uh, we also were doing dinners. Uh, I think you, it's hard to remember. You could pick them up between five and seven, but yeah. we would post the dinner. Yeah, you had, um, and, and you were on Insta, and so, hey, this is what we're doing. I think we did a couple of different ones, uh, and you know, like you did like a- We did tacos, tacos fried I chicken. One. I mean, whatever, just and, whatever family style thing we right. could do. We so would. you'd come in and it'd be like, hey, how many people is it? This is what you pay. And then they'd bring it right out to the door of the car, or you could go pick it up right yep. out front. Either I mean, way. It was a great, great thing. And you started to see other people do that around town. Um, Easter. Uh, that's e right. Yeah. Easter brunch. Like we did, did a family. That was awesome. When did Bibbs leave? <coughs> Man, I can't remember. But you know, Bibbs is always big on those, doing those meals too yep. for, for different things. And then you know, Oso's, of course, we just heard this week is, mm -hmm. is going out. They're moving everybody over to Sherwood. And, and um, you know, I think there's, there, there, there's some different things going on there with that space. And, you know, um, it's interesting to see how that's going to sort out. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that one of the things that was just amazing was, was how um, you guys weathered it. Because you and I talked several times during that time period. I'm like, how's it going? Anything I can do to help out, whatever. And, you know, just, just order something occasionally. Yeah. And, I mean, people really, you know, you'd get there you know, 5, 6.30, and there'd be two or three cars in that because I guess you worked with them and said, hey, can we leave these spaces open for pickup right next to the side? And, yeah, the downtown yeah. partnership, they did a good job as yeah. far as. Jason does a great job. Blocking two spots for people to pull up, yeah. which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not it, though. There's <laughs> one more in there. What's that? What do we do? One more restaurant. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> We're going to be right back after this break and learn more about a tree. Welcome back to Camel City Chat. I'm John McPherson. I'm here with Adam Andrews. I've teased you all through two segments now. It's time for you to craft a new restaurant. Mm -hmm. How was that? Was that good? Yeah. Craft good. a new restaurant. So we've had the state flower, which is a tree. We've had the state bird, which is a cardinal. Yeah. Why don't you do something with a pine tree? A tree. It's a good idea. What are you thinking? I'm thinking another restaurant. Break it uh, here on Camel City Chat. Yeah, I haven't really told anybody. All right. You want me break it here? I'm Maybe. ready. Okay. And this is a first, so. man. A real first. <laughs> Usually everyone says, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing, but I'm not going to. I gonna... think two people know about this. Okay, so. All right. Stay taking the picture, so it's the actual time. So new restaurant is coming. <laughs> yeah, what am I thinking? Yeah, all right. No. So we're going uh, to move into the crafted spot there on Liberty Street. Right. right? A couple doors. doors up. Two doors right. up through it. Yeah, very excited about so it. So we could also maybe deliver to Dogwood too then. Absolutely. Okay. We're, so so there will be, you know, six to ten items that you could sit here and order. Hey, it's Al. Bring there. me a chicken parm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No chicken parm. I know, but, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's going to have a pine theme. 
Well, you, it's going to be in the name. Right. You will not fine. go with my idea of LL, what did I say, LL Pine? Longleaf. It's Pine. LL Pine Gastropub. And you're like, well, I'm not going to brew beer. So it's, yeah. but it's, but it's Pine something. You're, you're still thinking about something the name. Something pine, pine right? something. Yeah. Right. And um, what, are, what are we serving? What's, what's, what's the okay. concept? So, you know, things change. Right. So, and now let's do this, though. All right. When Crafted moved out, there's, there's some things that go in the restaurant business. The Crafted people said that they were closing the restaurant, and because of that, then with the health department, they have to remove everything, correct? Well, they could sell it to me or, or, or sell really, it to another right. party or and, take everything out. And whatever they took they it out and, and yeah. probably are going to use it in another so restaurant somewhere else. it's a shell right now. Right, yeah. okay. So it's a shell. So you're going back in, not making a whole lot of changes, but it'll have the Andrews yeah, I mean, glitter you know, or something on it. it. It's a cool place. So you build the bar in there. Is. Well, there's a bar there already. Okay, so you're not going to, like, coat it with tobacco leaves or we anything? We may change the color. The, the thing is, is uh, Mike, who owns the building, he, right. it, there's a lot of history in that building. Uh, there, there's a lot of wood from the flooring that before he ripped it all out that's up on the walls and right. uh, floor joists and there's I guess the building had caught on fire at some point and he used some of that wood to make a, a, a coat rail hanger I mean and you love history so it, it's cool it's cool and, right. and there's really the restaurant has a lot of tile in it mm -hmm. um, and wood which you, you know you can't paint over that so really minimum changes as far as the walls go like literally there's a small hallway that's got one sheet of sheetrock that has to be painted okay uh you know the bar tuck could be different new furniture i think the, the the furniture arrangement can be made a little bit different maybe adding some booths and stuff like that uh, but the big thing there is they got a there is a great patio space um, and grass and well, there's some grass across the parking lot yeah, yeah. i told you about that huh? yeah, yeah grass so yeah, uh, by the way, you yeah. parked right next to me when you pulled in. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. So I mean, that's uh, when I pulled in. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's he gonna do here? I mean, you cornhole tournaments, and you know, yeah. who knows? There's yeah. some cool stuff we can do out there. But the, the, you know, there there's a patio space that you know the restaurant's actually the inside's very small, mm -hmm. um, which is fine. But we, you know, we need to find a way to get some more seats um, out on the patio and, and maybe make a more um, year-round seating, more permanent structure. Uh, which uh, is going to be something cool. Right. Yeah. So what are we going to eat? Well, things change, but I'm thinking now, uh, you know, I really like the concept of, you know, tacos and burgers. Right. And you got to have a chicken sandwich. You know, Brussels sprouts are big. But uh, one different thing that I would like to do is uh, I want to have a smoker. Uh, I want to smoke, um, you know, like, so we are going to do tacos. That will be on the menu. But, you know, smoking like whole chickens and the pork belly and the pork buck and the short rib to add a different uh, flavor to the tacos, which I'm very excited about because mm -hmm. I'm a taco lover and I know you are too. Oh, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm down 10 pounds right now. <clears throat> yep. I got to get, I got to get, I got to lose all the, so when, oh, so I got to lose all the weight for opening. So I think I can get there in time. But when, oh, yeah. when will, I mean, you're shooting for January, February? I mean, we're shooting for earlier than that, but the way the world is right now, things are crazy. You can't get products. Uh, it's hard to get kitchen equipment, believe it or not. Well, I mean, health department should be pretty easy because of the fact that, I mean, you know, with, you're crazy. You're opening a restaurant during a pandemic, um, still going on some. So, I mean, yeah. and, and they, I mean, like this morning, there was a lady there checking some stuff out. So, I mean, it, the, the, the bureaucracy side of things, I, I think the counties has always been pretty fair and good about that. And, you know. Yeah. Because I, I know you've worked with them on many things. So the, the real thing is staff, 
Right. Um, and also, um, but you have feed, uh, you have a direct feeder for that, so you can load up at the other restaurants to get people trained while you're not open to then move over. That right. that's that. Um, but then the biggest thing is is getting product and and you know equipment. And that's, yeah, equipment's tough now. I mean, there's I was just talking to uh, can you buy it the used somewhere? Guy. Not worth it. Yeah, you could. Because then you can't get the financing on it. You probably well, need to you know, do that sometime. I, I like having brand new stuff. You know, right. brand new restaurant, brand new stuff. Right. Good call. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's hard to, to get things. You know, because just like in every business, you know, food business, there's a shortage of staff, and um, like there's a styrofoam shortage right now, which has a lot to do with packing stuff. Right. So anyway. I have a friend who's opened up a restaurant uh, soon downtown here, and they told him, like, you can't get a walk-in cooler until November, uh, which is two months. And what Where, restaurant's that? Where's it going to be? Do we oh, know about it? I'm yeah. just kidding. Can we talk about it? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, th that is funny that you mentioned that, because that was going to be probably my next question. There, there is a fraternity of restaurant owners, and I can say fraternity because Phi Mu is a, most people call it sorority, but it's an all-ladies fraternity. So we can cover both genders by saying a fraternity of restaurant owners because there's, you know, both here. Um, you guys really work together for the best of everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's, you know, one thing about Winston-Salem that's very cool as far as uh, the restaurant owners. Everybody, I, that's a, a restaurant owner texted me the other day. It's like, hey, man. You need any help? Let me know. Like, if you need me to wash dishes or come saute, and you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that's Will from Will Oak. Yeah, yeah. such a good guy. So, uh, you know, stuff like that's very appreciative. And, and you know, we have the the roundtable meetings, um, not as much as we used to, but. Uh, and that's something out of downtown Winston Salem partnership. Yeah. As well, too, right? Yeah. I think you and Jason and some of the guys got together and ladies got together and did that. Well, I I actually started late into the game. Right. But, uh, but that's cool. And that's where the Big Eat came from? Yep. Right? The Big Eat, which I think they dropped that, but um, someone else uh, at 336 events or something took that back on. Right. Which has always been successful for us, but um, to drive to get people downtown is, you know, that's the challenge. And it um, continues to be. Um, yeah. Well, with the, you know, I, I don't know how you guys are handling. I mean, I know, um, you know, with us, I flew to Chicago a few weeks ago. Of course, came back, masked up, all that kind of stuff. Tried, got a COVID test, you know, after a couple mm -hmm. of days home. And, um, you know, it's scary. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go to any, you know, I've got three different uh, season tickets to stuff, and I don't know if I'm going to be going to anything right now. And the reason why is the same as yours is, is I got a, yeah, a, a seven-year-old that can't, that can't take a, a shot yet. Right. Um, and so, um, uh, you know, Coming downtown can scare people, but I mean, you guys take extraordinary. Oh yeah. You know we, what? What do you What do you guys do to protect everybody now? I mean, and besides of the course, fact that as soon as I walked in here, you got like five bottles of sanitizer. I mean, yeah, you, know, you gotta have the sanitizer at right. the restaurants. We have it on the wall. Right. Uh, you know, we we do ask that you wear a mask when you come inside. Right. And once you sit down, you can take it off. Well, I, I can sit by anything. Yeah, I mean, man, it, it, it it's really hard. It's a lot of. Uh, you know, everybody has their own opinion, mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't want to be the one to enforce something on some. You know, it, it, it's very hard. It's hard as operators to, you know, with the public because you have so many different oh, uh, I, opinions. I, it's like, oh my gosh, is this guy going to kill us right now? Because, you know, <laughs> it's, it's interesting it's to me, and here's why. Um, you know, Aperture, their board of directors decided, you know, you have to show a card to get in. 
Right. Or a test within a certain period of time, I think, was the other option. Um, That's the way concerts are now. Right. And so people have a strong opinion about that. Um, I think where I've heard some people get more angry is where, you, you know, there's a restaurant um, out near me where they don't, no one wears a mask in the yeah, restaurant. They kinda, Never have. Right. You know, through the whole thing. And it's like they're, you know, they, they have lost some people because, because they just didn't feel like that. So I think if you do what's expected um, or maybe a little more stringent, I think people are more tolerant than if you don't do what's expected. Yeah, I agree. You know, and yeah. so it's, but it's a fine line. Yeah. yeah. And either way, I mean, you're, you're going to lose some people either way. Right. It's just the yeah. way it is. And that's, that's the hardest thing in the world is to, to, to keep yeah. people because it's easier to keep someone than it is to go find someone else new. So, we, you know, I've got, I got several other questions I want to ask you. We, how much time we got left? Okay, so we've got some time. Um, uh, I want to make sure we weren't close to the end. I, I guess I got so excited about the, uh, um, you know, the new restaurant. Heard here first on Camel City <laughs> Chat, an exclusive. Um, yeah, I, so guess I'm calling Smitty after this and saying, hey, <laughs> start promoting this now because um, it's going to happen. But um, so with, with that, let's, let's talk about a couple other crazy things you do. So, I'm looking at the van. What's that oh, yeah. van for? To deliver alcohol, which we're not doing right at this moment. Right, but you have but, in the past. Yeah, we have. All right. So, Dogwood, we're not doing Stay it right don't now. Don't be calling <laughs> and asking for them to deliver you alcohol, young man. But, uh, right. yeah, we, we, we're taking it down for now uh, just because pandemic and stuff. We're going to get it back rolling, but you can actually go on uh, a site and see what inventory we have. We'll deliver to your house. Right. So I'm having a party. Holy cow. It's a rager. I got to have more brews. I'm not leaving. I can call and you'll deliver to yep. an area when that comes back. Obviously, safety of the driver now and things like yeah. that. And also probably staff is probably the biggest reason why I'm mm, going to guess. Yep. Yep. Um, and so, you know, there's a site you go to. You're verified. IDs are uploaded and all that. Sign. And, yeah. And you'll have to be a member of right. Dogwood. Right. We're a private club. Right. So, yeah. Okay. God, speaking of vans, we didn't talk about the catering company. Yeah, well, that's, we're getting there next. <laughs> All right, so I know we've got that. And then you had the, like, little 4th Street filling station bus thing kind of that rolled around and stuff like that. But I know you do a lot of events. And when I say that, like, um, we had a realtor event here. And, you know, I'm in the hallway watching you guys bringing stuff in. You, you, you know, you're prepping it, and it's all coming in. And just beautiful, like, four or five different courses. Hey, this has got you know, a scallop on it and a, um, and a shrimp, and this pairs well with whatever. I think that's when we were doing, I don't remember what it was. But so you're bringing all this stuff out, and um, great place for a private event here. Um, and so, but you do cater, box lunches for things. So tell us all about that and how that got started. So, yeah, you know, we really never had, per se, a, a catering company, uh, which is Twisted Pine Catering uh, right now. Hmm. Um, but um, then why don't we make that the restaurant name? Well, that's what we're thinking about. Restaurant and catering. You just put yeah. a restaurant in there. That's a there good idea. There you go. Fine. Restaurant and catering. <laughs> I'll let you have that instead so, of Longleaf, even though Longleaf's a state pine, not some twisted pine. But we do, you know, we do lunch box lunches and haven't really advertised much. But you know, I've been around here for twenty, almost twenty years. So you know, kind of made a name. It was like you know. 
it's hard for me to say no to people. So, you know, we do a lot of... I know, I've know, called you months. several times. <laughs> it's but a when you need it by, John, what about tomorrow? John, you're an idiot. Uh, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we like to do that. And, you know, plus it's the extra income coming in. But, you know, the caring aspect is something that we have grown. I'm, I'm now, I have four vans. One of those is a refrigerated van, mm-hmm. which is, if you're in a catering company, it's freaking What'd you pull up in the day? That's the work van, right? That's not the refrigerator. That, that was, no, that was the medium size van. Okay. Um, so we've done functions from 12 people I've catered 600 people before. Yeah, because you've been, done realtors associations meetings and stuff, home builders and stuff like yeah. that with us. And then what? What else? I mean, uh, 600 people—that's a lot. Uh, We—that's uh, more an MR project, right. actually. Their employees, but um, here lately we've been doing a lot of weddings. Uh, believe it or not, people are still having ceremonies and mm-hmm. uh, having gatherings. Uh, we've done some weddings. Um, I got one in November, 250. I'm looking forward to. Uh, but that aspect—it's—it's it's a real challenge, you know. I mean, you're basically bringing everything to a venue. And yeah, because, I mean, you're, if they don't have it, do you, you have something to warm food up at? I mean, what do you... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I brought, uh, bought propane grills. Uh, what's that one called? Blackstone. Blackstone griddle, baby. It is the bomb. 17-inch. Got one on my back yeah. porch. So, you know... Along, got, with, yeah, along with the big green egg and the gas oh grill. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. You need to come see the new place. You're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I can load that stuff up, and I and I enjoy doing the cooking on site because it's it's fresh, right? Well, so, I yeah. hate to tell you this, and you're not going to like this. You're your best ambassador. So if I show up at a wedding, I'm having a cocktail, and I'm watching you cook. The next thing you know, you're getting someone to do it for yeah. the next event too. You are the, your best well, ambassador, as much as you are <laughs> not wanting to. Yeah. By the way, we met playing volleyball. Is how we met at the uh, Y. We good were old so days. good. Oh yeah. yeah. Now we would be the mamas and papas age. Can you believe that? Oh, God. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a wonderful ride for you. Um, and, you know, uh, I think that you've been lucky in that your wife has had a steady job the entire time. Your wife sells yep. foods, yep. Sell, sells food for U.S. Foods. And, um, and that has been a wonderful thing to have that steadiness so that you guys can work on these things, you know, um, yeah. together. Um, and um, you've taken some crazy risks. I would like to put a couple mother, a, a, a couple other words in between crazy and risks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have always seemed to come out on top. You are um, liked by a lot of people in the industry. You have, I'm sure, when someone's run out of something, that you have been one of the first people to send food over to people. I know that Algernon thinks the world of you because I think you guys had done some different things of, hey, you know, I'm out of this, can I do that? Right. I know Will's one of your friends. Um, and, you know... Uh, different things that have, have happened um, throughout this pandemic has, has really shown um, that you care about Winston and that you also care about fellow restaurateurs. You're not out there yeah. uh, like some people are to cut, cut someone down. Yeah, absolutely. So, before, but, you know, before, it's my, my staff. Like, that's, you know, I have certain people who have been with me. Uh, that's, I really owe Oh, there's a, a benefit lot. to being your, your staff. I uh, mean, you have done some really cool stuff. I mean, you've taken people to... Oh, yeah, Kentucky, but besides, I mean, yeah, but they deserve all that. Like that—that's what keeps me going. Like, if you got a good team, you can go all the way. And I, you know, and I'm talking about them when I'm saying all these things. You, okay, you're, yeah. you know, you're okay. nobody. You know, I, they, you know, they keep me uh, successful. This place would be I nothing mean, without out here. No, I mean, Al we makes this place. Yeah, I mean, and, that's yeah. I mean, it'd know, be yeah. great to see you, but I mean, every time I come in here, it's to see her, not you. Right. Um, and she's <laughs> got a, a demeanor that she can handle. Whoever comes in the door, she treats everybody with great 
respect and you know make suggestions and you've hired some other people that have helped her out. Yeah, I mean, Nick. Nick, uh, Nick is phenomenal. Nick, Nick has opened J with me and then the young Cardinal. And, and I, I met uh, I met Nick when he was at uh, uh, Old yeah. Fourth Street. Yep, because he, he was there training there. some. Yep. Yeah. So I got and, some really good. I mean, oh, John Will, the chefs over Jeffrey Adams, right? Swing a young Cardinal. Uh, I mean, even my marketing person, Cat and uh, Austin and Joey, like. That's what it takes as a team. I always want to like put it out there, like, man, they they work their butts off, and without them, you know, all this would not be possible. Well, it takes a team, and we, you know. And I do. I know you more behind the scenes, and I know that one of your big things is is that if if you do something new, you try to include your staff in helping get that started, so that they have, you know. I want to say ownership because not really ownership, but ownership in these things. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they're making decisions. They're making, you know, they understand that, that a decision is, is helps, you know, continue to get them where they are. You've, like I've said, you've taken people on, a, a, you know, whole teams on the bourbon trail together. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've done that a couple of times, but, you know, and then profit sharing with managers. Right. I think that's a big, that's a big deal. It's not, you know, if you work and that's for what me, I, yeah, that's, that's something yeah. that, you know. Not every place does that. No, yeah. but I, I I do it in every place, and I think it's the, the right thing to do. Well, I want to take the last break, and then we'll come back. We're going to talk about some other things, and, and I, I've got a few more questions. We'll be right back with more Camel City Chat. Welcome back to Camel City Chat. I'm John McPherson. I'm here with Adam Andrews, and, of course, Adam, you know him from, oh, gosh, I named him all again, but uh, Jeffrey Adams. Uh, we know him from, uh, um, uh, what else, Old Fort Street Filling Station, uh, Trophy Room, Dogwood Hops and Crops, Young Cardinal, and Twisted Pine Catering, and maybe Twisted Pine Restaurant and Catering. So, oh, and Andrew's Farm. Huh? Anything else? That's it. All right. So, I mean, that's, that's a bunch. So I want to talk about, um, you know, relationships with the restaurants and stuff like that. When, you know, as you're seeing, I mean, because you're friends with the guys over at Oso, I mean, you know, Pete's a great guy. Um, and, uh, you know, you're friends with, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure you're friends with Mary and, and all these mm -hmm. things. So as, as we've gained restaurants, as we've, as we've lost restaurants, this will be the hardest question that I ask you, um, except for when I'm going to ask you what do you want to be remembered for later on. But oh. the hardest question I'm going to ask you, and that is, I want you to get the crystal ball out and tell me what's going to happen in the next year or two with restaurants because Ooh. a lot of people feel as though we're going to lose more um, uh, and, and, you know, then you're sitting here opening a restaurant. So tell me what, what, where are we and, and, and what's the best way that we can help out as a, a community in the tribe? Yeah. So if I had a crystal ball, I, I think things are, crystal. Gonna, are gonna, <laughs> things are going to be, things are going to be tough uh, and they have been tough. Um, there's a lot to choose from. And, you know, I, I never realized how many restaurants were actually within a five-mile radius. Oh, Jason downtown. has that number when he tells us. Well, that's where I saw it's, it. It's like, ridiculously, yeah. Cow. There's a lot of competition right. um, out there. And so, you know, you, get, you have to be a little different somewhere. I mean, we've been successful so far. Mm -hmm. uh, I think more restaurants will probably end up closing. Um, the, the, the staff shorting right now is just... It's unbelievable. And the staff shortage is because of unemployment payments? Or is you can it say that. Some people have left the, the business. Paying more, too, for uh, other positions? Or? I can tell you this. I, I've upped my. Right. Um, yeah, of course. I, I've upped my pay grade. And you know, I, I'm all for that. Right. Of but course, I'm also, yeah. you know, if you're going to make $15, $16, $17, $18 an hour, you're going to work hard. Right. And a lot of times we have people coming in and 
Okay, you have to offer you have to offer that these days to get people in the door. Cooks, mm -hmm. but then they come in and they're eleven dollar cook. What do you do? It's like you got to train them up. Because if you don't yes. have them in the door, I mean, then you got to go find a fifteen, and they're already working somewhere else. And it's just it's just this cycle of in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm -hmm. uh, the unemployment stopped what this week. Okay. So I'm expecting to maybe see an influx of people coming in wanting jobs. Okay. Hopefully. Um, but there, there, there is this big debate, you know, has people, you know, left the restaurant um, environment? It's a tough life. Uh, but there's also a lot of good that comes from it. But um, is it unemployment or has people decided to leave? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I know several people who have gotten out during the pandemic and they're not coming back. Now, as, as a, uh, um, you know, waiter, waitress, mm -hmm. um, Obviously, um, you don't really see what they get in tips all the time, but do you feel that the community ha is tipping better? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I yep. mean, no one's Absolutely. tipping 15% anymore, really, are they? What's that? I mean, that's, yeah. that's 2021. Yeah. Yeah. 15% is kind of, yeah. you know, I think standard now is 20. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, it's, it's, it's when you're close to a number, you just kind of round up sometimes. So if you were, 20 would have gotten me at, you know, eighteen seventy. I just write it to twenty bucks. Right. You know that yeah. type of thing. I think we all are doing that. Um, mm. But it, it is interesting to me how um, there's a lot of blame out there of oh it was this or oh it was that. But you know we're still expecting to get you know good service, but yet people don't always want to pay for it. I mean, we had an intern that was working with us that was working at Olive Garden, and it's it's like once a night, no one t people don't tip. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it, yeah. It's just the way she it didn't is call me first before she got the job because I, you know, where she'd have been working. If, yeah, but um, I was going to say, yeah, no, I, I no, it, it was funny because she came in and said she got the job, and everyone looked at her and went, "What?" She's like, "What?" Goes, I could have gotten you a job, you know. Yeah. I mean, and and I know that you know she would have done fine either place, and I think it was a good experience for her. Right. I mean, it, downtown, it, it's tough right now. You know, we're, we don't have the people. You know, uh, for Jeffrey Adams, for example. You know, no we don't we don't have nothing. the we don't have the Stevens Center beside us, right? Mm -hmm. So they were doing, you know, shows every Nutcracker, week. I mean, holy cow. Yeah, I mean, you know, we took a big hit on that last year. That's you know, they're literally across the street, and uh, you know, so a lot of people, you know, that that would uh, go to those shows, you know, they're not coming downtown, right? You know, well, I mean, it was such a, I mean, you know, I've I've got a park, I've got to get if someone's mobile challenge, you know, I've got to get them down, whatever, I yeah. can roll them in the front door, whatever. Um, but the thing is, is um, you know, I know that it's a big impact on your business when you make a reservation and it's a night and they're like, are you trying to make the show? And, you know, that's part of your front, yeah. you know, your front of house is asking, are you trying to make the show? Because then we might need to do you a few minutes earlier or things like mm -hmm. that. Um, are you coming after the show? You know, so then I know that, you know, you might be a few minutes late. When you're purposely designing the front of house script, then that that's a huge impact on your on your business when they don't have those shows. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um, so that's actually the next question is is how are you marketing? So Cat uh, does a lot of your. Cat does all of her marketing, right. Instagram, Facebook, right, uh, all that good stuff. Does a great job. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just push right now. We're just we're, we're pushing for servers and cooks. I mean, you know, we talk about, you know, the servers, they're getting tipped great. And, you know, they, they deserve it because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, we couldn't open up our upstairs at Jeffrey Adams during the week because we didn't have enough staff. 
you know, you'd usually have six or seven people, and some nights, you know, n not as tough now, but, you know, two months it's ago. It's opening it's up like a little bit, but three, still. Yeah, three, you know, three servers, that's all we have, and that's all we can do. But, but even if, if, if this is the real reason, this unemployment ending at the end of the week, I mean, that's still a month away for you to have someone up to speed. You know? True, yep, yeah. yep. And then, you know, fall, as far as I know, like, for example, the Stevens Center is going to be opening back up and they're going to be doing shows as right. of now. Yeah. So, you know. But then you're also seeing that people are starting to cancel stuff again. So. Yes. And so, okay, do we hire up? What do we do? So, like I say, it's just all the whirlwind and, and, you know, we just, we got our main core people come in, give 100% and, you know. Everybody and you take care of them. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the guests will too. Yeah. And it's a slide rule and an abacus. I mean, basically, you just don't know how to predict what's going on. Yep. All right, so um, one of the things that I, uh, the, there are two questions I like to ask, and, and, and one of them is, you know, you've been here for a while. Um, I mean, you remember that, like, really there was only two restaurants down at that end. Well, no, it was. I was, remember when Sweet Potatoes. Was Devlin Potatoes. House down there? Yeah. When you started with. Devlin, Philly Station. Station. And then you got West End Cafe. They West End Cafe. And then came mm. Moselle's. Yeah, but that was Kimmel City Cafe. Right. right so, that, so, so there that, was a restaurant. There was a pocket down there. So the West End was straight. Right. Downtown then you came was down. Because yeah. I was I always tell people, you know, we delivered to the place next to the pawn shop, adult magazines, when we delivered magazines. So mm -hmm. we take there. Used to be an adult shop, I guess. I don't think it is anymore. Um, no. it was old Winston News. And then we would do uh, we would do Rainbow in the house behind Showbers. Cafe. Yep. Ah. Remember when it was so in the I house? Was, I don't think I was. So it was in the house. Sure. Then it moved to Carlisle's building. Then it moved over to um, the Miami place where Christopher's was. Miami, for a while. Miami's was, yeah. Yeah. People still talk about that restaurant. Yeah. I hate I didn't get the. I, I never went. Yeah. I went but to yeah, I mean, when I first moved back to Winston, uh, there wasn't anything downtown. You didn't go downtown. Uh, I think Sweet Potatoes. That was huge when it opened, opened up. up. And yeah. Then Sixth and Vine when it opened up, that was huge. Yeah. So, so it's fantastic. Right. And where do you want to see us go? Keep going. And we are. I, I still think, you know, we may have a little slowdown right now, the pandemic, but there's plans. Uh, we're going to be expanding, and, and uh, there's a lot of housing being built, apartments, condos, right. whatever. Um, but there are stretches of land in the Winston area that's going to be right. um, putting up a lot of stuff. Now, how much will like a place like Enmar going to um, moving out of their one location to a new headquarter and people not coming in? How much does that does 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 working from home help help you or hurt you? Because so, right now I have a business lunch and then I'm I'm eating yeah, out instead. Downtown it does hurt. There's right. been many of restaurants who have closed lunch downtown, right? Uh, because there is not that foot traffic. Uh, you say Enmar, for example, you know they're back behind us here, you know, mm -hmm. they had, what, I can't remember, six to 900 employees. Yeah, I would say that's, yeah. But now that's they're cutting that, scaling that back. And where, moving uh, somewhere else. Yeah, they're going to be moving on 4th Street. There. Right. Um, but, you know, there's still, you know, like Young Carter, you know, I, I shut down Jeffrey Adams for lunch. I'm not doing lunch there anymore. Okay. However, Young Cardinal's open, and, you know, it's pretty yeah, you steady. Yeah, you know, you expanded Young Cardinal's hours a little bit to kind of take that across the street. Yeah, um, so we decided, you know, we'll just make Jeff Rams a dinner place, but, you know, you still, uh, the pizza place. You know, there's still several downtown, but uh, on this side of town, I was talking to some guys that has a business up the road. They're like, man, you know, Crafters is gone. Um, Opie's, he's changed his hours. He's not doing lunch. He's like, we don't really have a whole lot of options right now. Right. I hope you want to do lunch in this new place. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, 
sometimes it's just not worth it. If you, if you don't have the people coming in, you know, you're talking a, a, another manager, you're talking three servers, you're talking two, two or three more cooks just for that one shift. And so how many people would that be to serve lunch? Just, just adding it up. Cause you know, I, mean, I went like to have eight, lunch. You know what so I'm you saying? got eight people, um, you know, and, and you know, you got to do probably two turns or three turns, the whole restaurant to I get. I mean, yeah, to, to make to a profit. So, so plus, you know. oh, by the way, you got water. Yeah, electricity. You know, I, I mean, you know, stock. So sometimes it just makes sense not to, and it's unfortunate. Right. But uh, where things are going to turn around, mm -hmm. and when they do, I think a lot of these places are going to switch your hours back. Mm -hmm. What do you think about having a parking lot now, man? Oh man, you got a parking lot again. Yep. That's nice. That's a big deal now. Yeah, it was great. I love parking there. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Yeah. I, I pulled in and I go, I'm not getting towed here. <laughs> so, all right, before we go, that's uh, the fun question. Oh retire, whatever happens, that yep. type of thing. What do you want to be remembered for? It's hmm. a tough one. You know, uh, husband, I father, I that's, think, you don't get those two. So what, no, what after that? Like just, you know, somebody who'll give the show out their back for you, hardworking. Um, that's about, that, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I, I try to be kind to everyone. I have very few enemies and I, and I try to keep it that way. And um, sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you can't help it, but you know, good work ethic, which I got from my father. Um, I think I will be remembered as a very hard worker, you know, with my buddies and stuff, because I, I don't do a lot of things with them because of work. And they're like, oh man, come on. Yeah. But the older I get, the, the more I'm realizing, you know, family's very important, yeah. kids, wife, friends, and you know, that, that's the hardest thing to juggle in this business is. You know, there's not not enough hours in the day, mm -hmm. and you try to keep everybody happy, and uh, that's hard to juggle. But, but see, I, I think you've invested not only in our community, you've invested in your coworkers. You know, I will say that knowing you like I do, I mean, yeah, you, I I love hearing what you're saying because you, like me, have made sacrifices to work all the time and kind of taken away a little bit from the family. Yeah. And, um, to, you know, I, I don't work as hard as I used to. I still work hard when I work hard, but I do go, you know, I mean, like this weekend, Labor Day weekend, I mean, I was negotiating two deals while I'm out of town with my family. I, I hated doing that, but you yeah. got to work it. But then, you know, Tuesday, I kind of took a little time off. So, yeah. but um, knowing that you've got to dedicate that time, um, of course, they still want more, though, once, once that. So, oh, yeah. They get but, a little, you know, yeah, they get a little taste of it. But that's why but, you got to have a good team. Right. And you've got a great I work. One. I have a great one and yeah. continue to build it. But you invest in them, too. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's yeah. cool. Um, but, no, man, I, I just thank you for doing this. It's, yeah, man. it's always good to see you. I appreciate you as a guest. I appreciate you being so kind as to break that Crafted's uh, now going to be uh, the Tangled Pine or something like that or Twisted Pine or... <laughs> Why don't you just call it Order of the Long Leaf Pine and we can call the governor and see if he'll give you, go ahead and give you the Order of the Long Leaf Pine and then you can put the logo up on the wall and all that kind of stuff. And We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. we got some time. Yeah. But let me know how we can help you out. Yeah, and man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me. Cool. Thanks. Now, before we go, we got to say thanks to somebody. You know who one of the sponsors of the show is, and that would be Jeff Smith. Smitty's oh, yeah. Notes. Smitty's Notes. Yep. So, folks, go online, uh, smittysnotes.com. Uh, please like, subscribe this video, check you out online. We can do, go ahead and give me like every place. How do we find you online? You can find everything on one. Okay. You ready? This yeah. is great. Cat, cat set this whole thing up. All right. Andrews Restaurants, WS, 
RestaurantswithanS.com. Andrews with an S, Restaurants with an S, WS.com, and you can find out everything that's going on. We appreciate you watching. Check out Smitty's Notes. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends about Camel City Chat, and we will be back next week with a super special surprise guest as well. We were excited to have you on. We're excited to have that. I've got three great guests in a, go in a row. Wow. We had Lauren, we had you, and then we've got uh, the other guy. Can you announce it? No. I mean, if you want to, since, uh, no, yeah. Right. No, it's fine. No, go ahead. I, I took one from you. You take it there. <laughs> no, it's fine. All right, cool. We'll be back next week. Thanks. <laughs>